what really happens when you put a saddle on a horse for the first time? Well, we're going to be talking all about that this week here on part three of starting a green horse. Hi there, my name is Lauren and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each and every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding. We break it down into smaller, more easily understood pieces that you can then work on with your horse in order to get a little bit of a I suppose a plan, a little bit of clarity, and most of all, a little bit of progress going on in your training and in your riding. I've seen time and time again how people get their horses, they get into the arena on their own, and it often coincides with the first time they end up actually riding on their own without a trainer. And after a few weeks, maybe sometimes a bit quicker than that, they tend to run out of ideas. And it just becomes the endless, endless circle or the endless figure of eight. Um, they do the transitions, they do a couple of circles, and then they're really at a loss. And what starts out with the best of intentions ends up being maybe a 15 minute session on the horse where, well, it's a bit aimless, nobody has learned anything, and there's certainly no progress being made. So each and every week we give you a different plan that you can work on with your horse regardless of the level or the stage you're at in your riding um, and you can work towards something, uh, whatever you want to work towards and of course when you have a plan there's a much better chance of you getting there. I'm going to let you know at the end of this how you can join us not only for the starting a green horse series but with all the past lessons that you can use on your horse but let us get back to today and as I mentioned we are on part three of our starting a green horse series and at this point we've worked up we've gotten our horse that he is more familiar and he understands the concept of lunging but not only that he is more responsive to our aids while we lunge now that sounds a little bit strange because a lot of people think of lunging as just chasing a horse around the arena and Oh, that annoys me. <laughs> Lunging is, um, it's an art, but it's also something that is so helpful. It's a brilliant tool when you're working with your horse. And if you are following us along here and kind of working with us here um, with this series, I strongly suggest really honing in on your lunging skills, okay? It's really, really important. We actually have some past episodes on lunging, um, which you maybe perhaps should listen to as well to make sure that all is going well. But assuming that all is going well, at this point, we have introduced our horse to the bit, and we've also introduced our horse to the roller. And if our horse is happy with those two pieces of equipment, we can then begin to further things on with our horse. Now, the reason I say if our horse, a lot of us expect that a horse must just follow, I suppose, a set routine or our schedule. If we have a schedule or a schedule, depending on where you are in the world, um, if we have one created, you know, when we meet a horse that for whatever reason does not toe the line with regards to our time frame, we can sometimes get a little bit well, frustrated, and we might try and push things. And horses are just like plastic. If you force it, it's going to break, okay? Well, not exactly, but um, if you're pushing your horse past the point where he's comfortable, you might, in the short term, get some results and achieve things. But in the long term, it will definitely come back to bite you in the bum because your horse is going to have missed out on some really, really vital parts of just building his own confidence in himself, in you, building trust. And not only that, something really, really important as well, which we're going to start looking at from this week on, 
balance, okay? So we all know that balance is so important with our horses, but in order for your horse to really become balanced with a rider on board, he needs to first be really, really balanced in himself, okay? And you'll probably see in the fields as he's running around and converting with his friends, um, he has excellent balance. <laughs> it's fantastic. And uh, however, as soon as you get him into arena, and particularly when we put different items of equipment on, very often that balance tends to, well, it's lost a little bit. And it takes a little bit of time for our horses to really begin to understand how they can move again and how they can work again in these more, I suppose, confined uh, maybe parameters that we set up as riders for them and then also that they have a lovely relaxation as they move through that so we have been focusing the past two weeks as well on relaxation it's really important and then from that your horse can really I suppose start to develop a true sense of balance in his own abilities so where do we go from here well we left it off at the end of last week that we had the roller and the bridle on our horse and if our horse was happy with all of the above we had taken him out to our arena or our designated area and I do recommend having a confined area. I also recommend that you still have your hat, your helmet on your head, a pair of gloves of course for lunging um, and that everything is safe. You, you must always kind of assess things I know we end up sometimes becoming prophets of doom because we look at all what can go wrong, but rather be very aware of what can go wrong and then try and minimize that as much as possible. Um, but if you do that, there's less chances, of course, of anything going wrong. And what more chance of you having a little bit of success with this progress with your horse? And not only that, that your horse uh, remembers it as a happy time in his life, which is very important as he goes on from here. But what we would like to do this week is get him back into the arena and then start building on where we have that foundation that we laid begin to build on it now the first part of that would be introducing a saddle and again I suggest doing this in a stable now making sure that the stable is I suppose <laughs> the right atmosphere setting the ambiance uh, up that it's going to be conducive to um, your horse having a successful encounter with a saddle for the first time is very important. I would also suggest that before you start even bringing the saddle towards your horse um, you take off all the attachments. So um, this would be your stirrups and anything else that can flap or make noise. There's two reasons. First of all, you don't want to startle your horse, but secondly, it's easier to work with. And remember, your horse might become a little bit antsy, a little bit maybe... I don't know, shuffly at this point in the pro in the process. And if there are extra bits attached to your saddle that maybe can get caught or that can flap, can bang, can get in your way, um, you're certainly going to have greater difficulties when it comes to this. So take off all the attachments. You want just that you have your bog standard saddle. It's like the shell. You just want the saddle and of course a girth so as you can attach the saddle on, okay? So once you've put the saddle on, you need to be also very, very aware that your horse, <laughs> while he's had the roller on and he's been happy with the roller and he's been working a little bit with the roller, the saddle goes back a little bit further onto his back. It feels different. So the roller is very kind of a, a small area that it covers and while the roller, I, I tend to find horses tend to, maybe the roller tends to bring their attention to underneath or behind their front legs, um, kind of the girth area. Um, the saddle tends to draw their attention up to where the rider would actually be sitting, okay? Um, so you have the seat that will go back 
a lot further than where your roller goes. And this very often causes a horse that who maybe did not react to the roller to react a little bit differently to the saddle. And of course, if they do put their back up, that seat of the saddle, let's say, is going to definitely be felt there. And they might uh, become a little bit, well, what we would maybe term naughty but remember they're not being naughty they just don't understand the process it's really important if your horse does react to the saddle or react I don't say negatively I don't think it's a negative reaction but if he reacts in a way that you're not quite expecting that you keep your focus on going forward okay so we're all the lessons here at strides we're always talking about going forward it is the key to the kingdom okay but you need to really instill this from a very young age with your horse. We've been talking about this the past two weeks, how even when your horse is halted on the lunge, he needs to keep thinking forward. It's really, really important that he's all the time thinking forward. And the same principle applies when you get him into the arena to work for the first time with the saddle on. He needs to think forward. And he might think forward in a kind of a cartwheel or a handstand initially. <laughs> but it's your job there to, first of all, be very, very consistent in how you are applying your aids, okay, so that he, I suppose, sometimes I find when the riders react a little bit differently, the horse doesn't then know how to react, whereas regardless of what he's doing, if you stick to the program, stick to your hymn sheet, let's say, and you keep singing off your hymn sheet, um, he will very often come back to that much quicker than what would happen if you were to get all excited and upset with him, okay? So it's really important you just keep thinking forward, you keep thinking calm, you keep thinking cool. Allow him to I suppose, is it experiment? Because that's probably what it is. Um, he's just kind of getting used to this. He's getting the feel of it. Allow it to happen, but then keep all the time, I suppose, encouraging him to come back to where you both were before he started that and that he is moving forward. He's listening to you around on the lunch, okay? So once your horse is happy and he has accepted his saddle, and of course, you're not going to do all this in a day, by the way, um, but as soon as he's happy and he's accepted his saddle, and he's working underneath it without any handstands and cartwheels, uh, you can then look at reattaching all your attachments. So you can maybe put your stirrups back on, and I would suggest initially allowing your horse to warm up with the stirrups on, but have your stirrups neatly folded away, um, that they're not going to interfere. Because it does, it sounds a little bit different to your horse, and also feels a little bit different. So first of all, allow your horse to work with the saddle with the stirrups rolled up, um, and of course kind of cross roll them um, if you are unsure of if the leathers are going to keep your stirrups up there. Uh, very often some leathers allow the irons to fall back down. But then later you actually want the irons to come down. And of course, as I've been preaching the whole of this kind of series that we're doing, any changes to be made. So from the leathers being, or the irons of your stirrups being up to when they come down, you want to take your horse into the center of the lunging, make your changes there, and then send him back out again. So he associates being out on the track with working, okay? So this is all part of this forwardness that we keep talking about, okay? So you can allow him to work a little bit, again, walk and trot with the irons, the stirrup irons just um, hanging down by his sides. You'll see they'll bang a bit, they'll 
yeah, they'll they'll cause a bit of a commotion. And then allowing your horse just to get used to this new movement. And then also we can look at the side reins. And this week we're going to be talking about our side reins and working with our side reins as well. And actually having them on our horse as well, okay? So I would suggest it's up to yourself. You can put your side reins on with your saddle or with your roller. It really depends. Again, the side reins would fall into that attachment kind of piece that we spoke about. Um, so as your horse is used to the stirrups or you can maybe put the side reins on first but initially you want to always clip the side reins back to the saddle or the roller you don't want to attach them in the stable or in the stall walk out to the arena and then um, just send your horse off to work because well it's a bit of a recipe for disaster very often horses feel restricted and um, particularly with side reins or anything to do with their head and their mouth they will go up they will rear and that of course can get very dangerous very quickly for both you and your horse because he can flip back over okay so you want to make sure that your side reins are attached to the d-rings of your saddle um, or your roller somewhere and then later introduce them once your horse is warmed up of course and um, introduce them to the the actual where they should be so from the saddle or the roller across to the bit and you want them quite loose initially and um, you don't want any pressure remember this is a completely different feeling now he's getting not only stuff on his back but there's also going to be a little bit of I suppose a play on his the corners of his mouth and on his mouth as well so you want to give him time to just adjust to that and then gradually as you work with your horse you can begin to um, shorten up your side reins a little bit so as there is more of a contact and remember that is the whole reason we want to work our horse with the side reins is so as he can feel what it's like to have a consistent contact just make sure some people um well they get a little bit over enthusiastic with their side reins and they tend to yeah they, they, i don't know it's like horses doing yoga they tend to uh, kind of try and force their horses into all these weird and wonderful positions and um, don't do that that's not what your side reins are for all your side reins are there for is to provide this kind of consistent contact which will happen of course when you're in the saddle later as the rider riding your horse away that your horse can just get used to that um, play on his uh, on his mouth and on the bit as he is being worked okay i'm going to leave it at that for today if you want to join along with us in this series we're going step by step through it each and every day and um, for the next few weeks we're going to be six weeks at this until our horse is riding away happily and um, with us on his back you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and you can join us there um, the, the we've already gone through week one and week two but of course when you join you get access to all the lessons however if you have your horse is slightly more experienced if you've gotten through the handstands and the cartwheels phase of his life and his training and um, yeah there's lots of other lessons so every week of the daily strides podcast of course has a week of audio programs to go with you can just simply download them onto your phone and you can go ahead with the with them from there working with your horse and having a i suppose a goal and a bit of a plan with your horse each and every week. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. I hope you have an absolutely super day and I hope you choose to join us. And if so, chat to you tomorrow. Be good, bye.